brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. Yes, it's sippin' time again. Hello and welcome to this sips episode where everything in life is, that's good in life, is worth discussing. Mess that up. Way to start an episode. Uh, as always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. This is a one-hour show that's reasonably entertaining for 20-odd minutes. We are banned in seven countries, three states, and we've recently... Tied. We've recently been added to the list of excluded persons in several Las Vegas casinos. This is Made Man Bob joining me today. I told you that whole Ocean's Eleven thing was not going to work. You didn't listen. Yeah, but I'm sitting on a pile of money and you got nothing. Join us today, our good old boy Maury. Thank you, Bob. I think I'm still Made Man Maury. Oh, yeah. But that's, that's okay. When they start calling you good old boy instead of Made Man... Just watch your back, Mark. Yeah. Right. Fine. Okay. And Jughead Harmeet. <laughs> it's good old boy. Howdy. <laughs> and Made Man Maury. <laughs> yes, I'm still here. Yeah. Made Man Brent. Made, made Man Brent. <laughs> hey, it's a pleasure to be yeah. here. I hope someone's going to explain to me why there's a camel on the back porch. Well, I can't help you with that. We're still in the damn basement. Uh <laughs> Maury and Brent and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals. With a representation in eight states, our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. Check us out on Facebook at The Bourbon Mafia. We are also sponsored by Fine Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, home of the Animatic Machines, serving great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass. You can find them at Facebook at Fine Spirits. Our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and anything else we can drink. And today's show is a distiller's takeover show featuring whiskeys from the Paul John Distillery out of Goa, India. And we are going to be discussing the background on the distillery as well as some of the individual products that we're going to be tasting. And here's a short list of some of the products they were kind enough to send to us. We have the Paul John Brilliance, the Paul John Edited, the Paul John Bold, the Paul John Classic Select Cask, and the Paul John Peated Select Cask. So let's see. We're doing a distillery in India. We need somebody to tell us about a distillery in India. Who would you use for that? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Let's see. Who in this room would be the guy I'm telling you this right to now. tell us about stuff from India? Let me say something. <clears throat> I'm not going to use the fake accent the entire time. Thank you. Come again. <laughs> That's fake? Gotcha. Well, I, I lapse into a real more realistic one when I'm speaking to my parents, but... This is a caricature of a caricature when I do this for the radio show. Thank you. Come again. <laughs> like that one right there. Yes. Hey, what happened to the bourbon review? They're not sponsoring Snick- this Snickers is not a sprinkler. Would you? Bourbon. Would you? <laughs> no. <laughs> the, bur- the bourbon review sponsored some show. Excellent. Yes. So, one thing. I do the accent, but uh, I'm an American. So, today I'm going to do the whole thing like this. No, 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 no beeping for me. Well, Paul John Distillery was established in 1992 in Goa on the west coast of India along the Arab Sea. Sorry, the Arabian Sea. Goa was a, uh, a former Portuguese colony, and the influence can still be seen in the architecture of the area. It's gorgeous out there, and it's filled with white people. There's all these white people in Goa, Europeans, man. And if you want to uh, find some really hot chicks, go to Goa. Anyway, the distillery was founded by Mr. Hell, I'm married. What the hell am I going to do with hot chicks? Lose your or house? That's why I drink. That's why you give away your house. Mr. Paul P. John, 
the chairman of JDL. And you see that, that name, Paul P. John? It's because it's Portuguese. All these Indians out there, they all sound like they're white, but they're brown like me, or even browner. It's crazy. You said they're white. Are they white or brown? They're very brown. He can't make up his mind. Well, they got the white names. Anywho, so JDL has a diverse liquor portfolio, including its flagship brand, uh, Original Choice Whiskey, which sells over 10 million cases a year. So Mr. John wanted to escape from the whole molasses-based spirit traditionally produced in, in India, which, <clears throat> which we call rum, to create a true Indian single malt whiskey. Their copper stills were designed along the traditional lines, but were locally constructed in India at Gujarat, the um, and their master distiller, Michael D'Souza, uses 100% Indian-grown, six-row barley sourced from the Punjab and Rajasthan. <coughs> Excuse me. And other parts of northern India. They're, uh, I noticed on their website, they talk about... Uh, I, I noticed there's another great Indian uh, distillery called uh, Amrut. They also use the same uh, catchphrase. From, from grain grown at the foothills of the Himalayas. If you call Oklahoma the foothills of the Rockies, yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's, it's northern India, but it's not in the, it's not in the Himalayas. Uh, so it's different. They're, they're using uh, six-row barley, which is a little bit different than traditional two-row barley. They also use six-row barley in, in, uh, in Scotland as well. But uh, six-row barley has a heavier protein content, more enzymes, um, a little more plump than two-row barley. But this gives it a little more distinct taste. It's got four more rows. I mean, you know. It's got four more. And it's, it's, it's like a natural three mutation. Three times as much. It's a, it's a natural mutation of two row. That's what your wife says about you. Oh my! That God. and the web toes. The web. I had those removed. Like Aquaman, it's awesome. Whatever. Anyway, so it's Indian barley. It's malted outdoors at their malting facility on, on their premises, and then ground and blended with 100% distiller's yeast, fermented with for 60 hours before um, double distillation with a final ABV of 63.5%. So uh, oh, once distilled... All, all the products are distilled to 63.5? Well, that's their new make spirit. So this they're, they're starting with the same new make spirit before they move on. But uh, I mean, the, the, I'm sure the, the, we're going to get to the peating, but there's different peating involved. But that's what, they're, that's what they say here, 63.5. I, I've not personally inspected the distillery. So uh, once distilled... What, you don't know them? Yes, there's I'm like from eleven India. people in India. Don't you guys know each other? I, I used to get that. My yeah. my doctor's from India. Do you know him? Of course. Yeah, there's yeah. like eleven people there. Yeah, that's great. Wonderful. <laughs> okay, <laughs> once distilled, the new make spirit is placed into American oak for aging. I love the American oak. It is both virgin oak and ex bourbon barrels. But it's very difficult for the virgin oak. Let me, no, let's not do that joke. Uh, although there are plans for a sherried version under development, right now they're using only ex-bourbon. Paul John has two main aging warehouses, one smaller warehouse located under, underground, which allows to ma maintain a cooler year-round temperature, which is a good idea in India. However, the second larger warehouse is above ground, and due to the high ambient temperature in the region around Goa, meaning India, the rate of evaporation or angel share for the barrels is uh, around 8 to 12% per year, unlike Scotland, which is around 2%. They're experimenting over there right now by wrapping the cast with polyethylene sheets to pre prevent some of that angel share, and we haven't gotten the results of that yet, or they haven't gotten the results or haven't shared them with Bob. Bob, did they share them with you? Yeah, but I'm not telling you. I see. And because of this high evaporation rate, most of the whiskey is aged between, only between three and seven years, which is fine. Uh, a lot of Indian whiskeys are not that old. Uh, so Thai Taiwanese whiskeys tend to be not that old, and they're still phenomenal. So the whiskey is not quite as old as the stuff you get in Scotland, but that high temperature and angel share, you, you taste the maturation. Those whiskeys mature much faster. So this is also their stuff is non-chill filtered, and there is no color added, which I love about that. They're all bottled on site. And they are combine all these factors to make the distinctive Indian malt. Apparently, this is all successful. Their master distiller, Michael D'Souza, another Indian with a white guy Indian. name, yeah, was recognized as master distiller, master blender of the year, 2017. And Mr. Paul John was recognized as world whiskey ambassador of the year in 2017 by Whiskey Magazine's Icons of Whiskey India Awards. Right. So they were the best Indians of the year. Is that right? Well, there's a lot of Indians to be the best of. There's other Indians. There's other Indian whiskey makers. 
some of some of that stuff is total crap. I'll tell you this now. The stuff from Amrith is amazing. These guys, we will get to. Well, that's all I have for you guys right now. Uh, let's start on. Uh, let's go around the sips rating. Not as hot a party as I had anticipated. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Are you, Brent, you do the sips rating. Brent, Brent, use your Indian accent for the sips my, rating. My please. Indian accent. I don't know Indian accent. You certainly don't. I know that. Sounds like a <laughs> sounds like a drunken leprechaun <laughs> eating Indian food. Could be a drunken leprechaun. Holy cow! <laughs> uh, we'll be tasting. I am and ethnically confused right now. Holy <laughs> wow! We'll be discussing these whiskeys and uh, rating them with our sips rating, plus our signature sound. So right now, here's our sips ratings. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Wait, this is for an Indian whiskey. Water. Water. Wow. Your racist sips rating. Let me tell you, we are appropriate. Oh, uh, whatever. Yeah. I used. I Bucket. I like the fire hose. There you go. Yeah, uh, two sips. Nice. But what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? Three sips. Hmm. Interesting. What was this again? Interesting. Four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. Five sips. Oh my, I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh my goodness! Yes! 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 It's the Indian yes! whiskey show. There's no chance that there's a five in any of those Indian whiskeys. Is there right? a thing? It's supposed to be say, oh my. <laughs> That's oh how my. you say it. Oh, oh my. my. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't say it with the right accent, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my. Really good. Yeah, the chances of anything getting a five is what. Thank you. Come again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had some Indian whiskeys that would give a five. <laughs> no. Let's yeah, see that's a little premature, I think. <laughs> premature? Sounds like a problem. You should yes. talk to Maury about that. Yeah, we can get that. Fine. Fixed. We'll be back. Rolling clouds and crashing surf Iridescent dunes reflecting By the light of a rising glowing moon Seashore mesmerizing Night breeze hypnotizing We've come across these back roads none too soon Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Alright, well we're back and we're going to have Brent introduce our first product from the Paul John Distillery today. So take it away, Brent. Why did you guys choose me for this one? Is it because it's non-peated? No, because it's called Brilliant. It's called Brilliant. Brilliance. That's, That's right. the reason. Some people have natural brilliance. Others, we need yeah. to bestow yeah. brilliance yeah. upon so them. So this, this yeah, first product we're going to review is called uh, Paul John Brilliance. It's a 46.0% uh, ABV. This is a non-peated uh, and it won the uh, 2016 silver medal winner. Now, this is the light. Mm, IWSC. The, yeah, IWSC, silver medal. Um, this is, for the color of this, this is the lightest one we got. This is a very light, like a very light yellow. It's not even a, not even a brown amber color for this. So it's it's almost a brilliant gold, I would say. Yeah, almost it's a nice a brilliant light gold. straw, yeah. Yeah, maybe that's how, you know, but um, I, on the nose, I get a lot of... Uh, a lot of nougat, heavy nougat. We get some vanilla. Um, when I put this in, uh, when I taste this, I get a lot of orange, uh, some some honey, uh, some creamy notes, and I get it's right at the end. I get a little bit, little hint of uh, turmeric, and um, that's. But overall, it's a, you know it's very pleasant. It's got very smooth and creamy mouthfeel. Uh, and the finish is a nice vanilla finish to it. Overall, it's very pleasant. I have no problems with this. I'm going to give this a very solid three sips. 
Wow. Interesting. Wow. Brent actually likes something that tastes like scotch. Oh, I'm not going to own this on my shelf, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't get carried away. <laughs> There's the caveat right there. Yeah. It's still a malt whiskey. Yeah, still malt. <laughs> this ain't bourbon. Yeah. All right, Maury, what'd you think? Well, I agree with a lot of what Brent said. I think it has a nice light color. Uh, definitely the lightest of all the samples today. Um, on the nose, again, I agree. You get a lot of that uh, honey and nougat. And uh, even a little bit of a vanilla and a, a little nuttiness. Um, I thought the palette was was really sweet, and nice. Uh, some orange, a little honey blossom. Uh, I I did get a hint of uh, demerara sugar, which is an unusual uh, flavor that you don't often see in whiskey. Um, it did have some creaminess. It had some nice mouth feel. Um, the finish was moderate, uh, not too long, not too short. A uh, little little hint of spice that sort of lingered on the palate. I think it's a well-made whiskey. Uh, I think it's very approachable. It's uh, you know a nice everyday whiskey, and I give it a solid three sips. Interesting. Apu, let me say to you that my name is not Apu. Uh, this is good old boy Harmate, and I actually like this whiskey, and I wasn't expecting to because it is a non-peated Indian whiskey. Uh, the color was very light and where they got, uh, Bob and Brent, I'm sorry, Brent and Maury, whatever white guys, those two white guys, they got the, the honey and the nougat really stuck up for them. For me, the first thing that, that struck me was citrus and it was like big orange. And then I got yeah. the nougat, uh, and see Bob agrees. Um, I didn't get citrus up front. Not at all. Just open your mouth. When you're, when you're taking, when we we'll talk about this, like when you, when you're inhaling uh, a whiskey, start with your mouth closed. Halfway through, open your mouth. You'll feel the fumes go to the back of your throat. So as I'm smelling, I never knew that. You've done this so many times with me. That's <laughs> that's how I got the orange. I taste. I smelled <laughs> orange. For that tasting lesson. Have yeah. you ever tasted whiskey, Maury? No. You should try it. It's kind of uh, interesting. Maury, really? Maury has no, no clues. He he pretends like he's an expert, but he's not. So at any who, any rate, I did get the orange right away. Uh, lots of citrus. Great cocoa note, cocoa notes on the on the palate, and it was very sweet. I I I it was uh, it was not so much the the honey that was overpowering me; it was the orange. It was the coconut. Coconut, coconut. It was the coconut. No coconuts. Um, it had some good spice on the finish. It was a little bit peppery. I liked it a lot. I was really surprised. And uh, you know, Glenn Morangy, uh, talking about Scotch, they go on there about their citrus notes on their base spirit. This puts Glenn Morangy to shame. The citrus is way high, and uh, I enjoyed it. It was not quite balanced as much as I liked. But no Indian whiskey will put Glenn Morangy to shame. shame for the amount of orange notes. Uh, we'll, 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 we can go head to head later. Moving we'll see. on, moving on. <laughs> Three sips. Interesting. Bobby Joe, what'd you say? I pick up exactly the same thing that you did on this. The citrus on it, it. I think, was huge. Um, Do you have any left? I just happen to have some left here. Pass that down. Uh, big big citrus on it uh i'm picking up it's you know it's not overpowering but it's it's absolutely there i'm getting at the front and the back palette um definitely you're getting that rich uh brown or demerara sugar um i'm getting a slight bit of cocoa toward the back of the palette um i don't know i think i think it's i think it's well balanced i think this is an extremely well-made whiskey um you know it's a lighter style uh i think it's a great entry whiskey for somebody who's looking to get into indian whiskey and try it out i'm i'm ta i'm just doing it again with the, my mouth up on the nose like that orange is huge yeah. dude this yeah. is, this is bigger it's, than it's big 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 citrus um you know i yeah i absolutely i, I give it a solid three interesting all right. All right. Well, I think it shows thing. their ability. I think it shows their ability to craft a quality whiskey. I think you can uh, hide some flaws when you have a uh, have more heavily peated yeah. whiskey. When you're making it light, light, it's hard to hide the style. Yeah. You can't hide the flaws. All right. Well, our next up, uh, we're going to have Harm introduce this one. So, take all it right. Away. So, uh, what we've got next is the John Paul edited. Uh, edited is a 46% ABV, lightly peated, around 10 parts per million of phenol. Again, a 2016 silver medal winner from the IWSC. Uh, color, I didn't take any notes on it. It was a little bit darker than the uh, than the uh, the uh, the brilliance. Uh, again, for me, the oranges were there. The 
There was a little bit of uh, saltiness, but not much. Uh, the On the nose, a little brine, but what came out was smoke, and it was light. It was very light smoke, but it was, and the, and the peatiness was, it was not like your wood smoke. It was almost like a, a medicinal type of uh, peatiness, uh, kind of like um, a baby Laphroaig. I mean, very, very uh, medicinal or, or a Lagavulin, baby, a baby version of that. But they're not trying to be that Laphroaig or Lagavulin. They're, this is a 10 part per million, very more, much more approachable than something like a Laphroaig or a Lagavulin. Uh, the, on the palate, it was vanilla, tobacco, uh, spicy pepper notes, and some chocolate. Uh, I just liked that palate, and the finish was long. Uh, it had an oily palate coating thing going on. Uh, I just really, really liked it. I just, I only problem was I, when I put water on it, it was a little bit muted. Um, I'm gonna just have to give it with another three sips, just a, a, a PD version of the first Interesting. one. You obviously have a wonderful economy with words. I look forward to your next syllable with great eagerness. I get it. I get it. It's shorter next time. Who wants to go next? All right, Brent, what'd you think? Okay, this, um, uh, you get the smoke off it right away when you put it, when you get this to your nose. You get that, you get the smoke, you get a little bit of chocolate in the, in the mint. But, um, when, uh, when I tasted this, it was, I got heavy on the tobacco and, the, and honey. And so I enjoyed that. So I enjoyed the taste. I enjoyed the mouthfeel on it. Um, I didn't get all the notes that Harmeet got on this. I'm not as, I mean, anything with smoke just puts you out. Well, no, it doesn't just put me out. It's uh, you know, but but yeah, the the um, the peat and the smoke, you know, they're not my not my flavor profile, but I can understand them. But um, the finish, the uh, I got a lot of chocolate on the finish, and you know, it's light smoke. It was, but for me, I'm just going to give this one a two. Didn't enjoy it as much as the first one. So two. Well, six. isn't that nice? Okay. Fair. Yeah. Coming from the guy who's not a scotch guy. Um, I really like this. Uh, you know, the peat that came out on this was lovely. Um, it's not a... Lovely. It's not a... I kind of agree with Harm and kind of don't. It's 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 not... I don't get the medicinal out of it like I would out of Lefroy. It's just, not. It's not rubbery. Yeah, it's, it's not. not. It. I mean, there's the, just that slight hint. It's. It's a. There's a little more to it than just smoke. There's a little bit of earthiness to it. Um, you know, extremely well put together whiskey. I want to um, know where they buy their peat. That I don't know. That's classified. Yeah, can't tell you. Um, picking up definitely some tobacco notes uh you you pick up that little bit of earthiness to the peat a little bit of cocoa on the back end and like you said there's that oily campbelltown sort of mouthfeel to it um you know great great whiskey i mean really i i enjoyed the heck out of it and uh i give it a four nice that's classified wow all right maury what'd you think well I'm going to lean a little bit more towards Brent on this one. Uh, I found the nose was a little bit uh, unbalanced for me, a little bit heavily smoked. And uh, really what I got on the nose was just smoke. Um, and uh, the palate, you, didn't, you didn't pick up the citrus on this one either? I got the no, citrus with the smoke. The palate, oh, yeah, there's definitely citrus in there. The palate, but the, the smoke just dominated and just blew out my 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 nostrils. Um I thought on the palate uh, there was much less smoke. It was not a heavily peated. It was a formidable palate. scent. <laughs> it stings the nostrils. Like Fred uh, from the Stern Show, man. I got one for everybody. <laughs> uh, I, I thought of the palate. I definitely got a lot of tobacco, a bit of honey. Uh, again, the peat was much, much lighter. There was some sort of minty chocolate there. Uh, I agree. The, 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 the palate was uh, mouth-coating and oily. And um, and did and did linger on with just a hint of uh, of saltiness. Um, I, I thought it's a nice whiskey. Um, I just I'm having a hard time kind of putting it into any one particular category. Uh, I give it a solid two sips. Well, isn't that nice? Okay. All right. Bob, why don't you do the next one? All right. Well, our next one is going to be the John Paul Bold, which is uh, 40, 46% ABV. Uh, this one is peated to around 30 parts per million. It won a silver medal in 2016 IWSC. Um, this one, 
this one's absolutely lovely. This one I really, really liked. Um, it's again, it's not a, it's not an Isla peat. It's not a, you know, the iodiney kind of medicinal peat. It's uh, you're getting that earthy character. You're getting that smoke. Um, a slight bit of menthol maybe on the front end. It's it's more of a, I'd say it's more of an Orkney than an Isla sort of nose to it. Yeah, good call. Um, definitely tobacco. Um, definitely getting some licorice in it. Stewed red fruit. I'm not getting as much of the orange as I have on some of the other expressions, but I think that I'm just barely able to just a slight citrusy at the back end. Um, you know, the smoke on this, uh, is not overpowering even at 30 parts per million. Um, honestly, they're, you know, that they have one that's coming up called peated. That's not nearly as peated as this one. Um, a little bit of seaweed, a little bit of honey on the back end. Uh, a good solid whiskey. I give it a four. That's classified. What'd you think, Harm? I agree with you on everything here, dude. This is this one. Just somebody write this down. Take a picture of this. Na- yeah, <laughs> put this in your calendars. This will never happen again. Uh, I s- th- this one's confused me at first because when I poured it the first time, uh, this seemed like it had less smoke on the nose than the edited. It did. It yeah, was muted. Right? They're both confusing. Very, yeah, yeah, very, very, very so. confusing. Very yeah, don't nose. go. Don't go by the. Don't by the name. I don't know who thought up the names, but the names. No, no. I think the, the name yeah, is no, right because forget the name. The name's yeah. confusing. No, no, no. Right. The palate. It's and the definitely nose a bolder, but different. but it's it's yeah. a it, no. Yeah. I think they're right. The the whiskey is bolder, but the nose was more muted right at first. It's like I wasn't getting any. The nose had very little smoke on it. It's much yeah, less yeah. than the previous menthol iodine. A little bit of. It's like it's maybe not Isla, maybe it's maybe it's Highlands, uh, not Highland, a Highland peat like a Western coastal yeah. Highland. It's it's not it's, it's not a yeah it's it's not down south. It's 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 but it's so inviting. I really I really enjoyed the nose, and then after a couple drops of water, it came out even more. So, but uh, on the palate, it was heavy and bold, like the name says. Lots of sweet tobacco, red licorice, ripe fruit. It's. I wanted there to be more vanilla from those bourbon barrels, but I didn't get as much. Uh, pardon me. Let me chew on that one a little bit more. Yeah. Ooh, it's yeah. a formidable scent. <laughs> um, the mid palate dropped away a little bit, but that finish goes on and on. Yeah, it's got a good it's got smoke. A nice long finish on it. Raspberry, some iodine, some seaweed. That's got some maritime character to it that I just. I really enjoyed yeah. this, and I gave it a solid four sips. That's classified. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's that maritime, almost bamormy kind of. Yeah, yeah. Kind of salty. Brent, tell me how I'm wrong. <laughs> no, I, the the nose was very light. I mean, that was the first thing that I noticed right off the bat was uh, the lightness on the nose, and I didn't get, uh, it, you know, it was very light on the smoke for me. You know, which is did, did you try with water or no? What's that? Yes, you did. Yes. Yes, I did, and I got the, the the with the tasting notes. I I got all those. I got all the, the tasting notes right off the thing. Was the tobacco, the 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 molasses, um, you know, the peat. Uh, got all that, and then then the, with the finish, I really got the smoke and the raspberry. Those are really came out for me. Was the, the raspberry smoke. was surprising? It was good acidity there. Yeah, yeah, and as you added the water, it really came out more. You know, with the raspberry. What did you think about uh, the mouthfeel? The mouthfeel was good. I enjoyed it. You know, again, this is not my flavor profile, but it's, you know, it was enjoyable. But I'm going to give this uh, three sips. All right. That is high praise. Interesting. All right, Maury, you're up. I'm going to fall in line with Brent. I I like this much better than the previous offering. Um, Again, the name is confusing. The nose was very light on the smoke and the peat. Uh, I found the nose almost you know, just barely even there. Um, but when you drank it, it definitely had all the things that uh, we've been talking about, the menthol, the iodine, the Isla character, the peat. Uh, it was a well-made whiskey. Um, I, I did lo- get a lot of tobacco and some molasses and uh, some of the red red and stewed ripe fruits. Um, so I, I liked it. I think for a peaty whiskey, this one is much more... It's going in the right direction. It kind of gives you an idea where it, where it wants to be. It's uh, its character is more defined. I felt like the one prior was so the edited was 
trying to be peaty but not really and uh and really just had smoke on the nose so i, I like this supposed to smoke on the water yeah so smoke on the water um it does have a very long lasting finish it's mouth coating it's viscous it's oily coats the palate uh i agree with brent i'm gonna give it three sips interesting yeah that was that was you know that's the finish on that one is absolutely the longest one i've had so far of the, of the ones that we've I'm tasted still tasting it. yeah yeah, yeah, it's 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 staying with me. Yeah, the smoke and the raspberry combination kind of, you know, is very unique. Yeah, it's, be, it's just unique. Yeah, it's not very unique. We we've gone over this. Very very unique. <laughs> it's very extremely, extremely very unique. mostly unique. Yeah. All of a sudden, we're sitting within my you know third grade English teacher sitting over here. Brent, what do you think about the next one? The next this this next product select here, select uh, cask, the John Paul Classic Select Cask, fifty five point two percent ABV. Hey, you're stealing my thunder. Why is he telling me to do it? Because he's not he's reading drunk. the script and oh. he's been drinking all day. It says oh. Brent right here. That's what you wrote. Script. That's yeah. what you wrote. Yeah. That's what you wrote. Look, it's in oh, your are you offended that we went out of order? Come on, just let uh, Brent do the thing. No, I'm just gonna get. I'm just gonna rate this part and then I'm gonna pass it off. Thank you very much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it goes. That's how it goes around here. I'm telling you. No, I'm gonna. Maybe you should give now. up drinking. I, I remember he gave up drinking once. Here's to five miserable months on the wagon, and all the irreparable harm that it's caused me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I'm gonna finish this off before we, and then I pass it off to uh, to Maury. But this is a vatting of um, a four cask at a time. And it's 2016 silver medal IWSC uh, winner. Um, what does the IWSC mean? International International Wine and Spirits, Spirits competition. competition. Okay. Have you noticed the theme here? They've all gotten silver all medals. Gotten silver medals. Every single one of them. Yeah. That's because there are only two competitors: the gold medal winner and the silver medal winner. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like your third grade. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My, yeah. My we don't want to go there. Baseball yeah. team. Exactly. Yeah. You got the participation. Maury still there. has all those in his bedroom. So we'll, we'll yeah, finish this later. Yeah, but his mom still has the trophy. It's not Come just on. the destination, but baby, the whole elation riding down this lover's avenue. As slow as a willow blows. Or as fast as the world wind grows We glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows my hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view All right, we're back and we are reviewing whiskeys from the John Paul Distillery out of India. And we are getting ready to talk about the John Paul Classic Select Cast. So, Maury, why don't you tell us a little bit about that one? Well, the next product, as you mentioned, is a Select Cast. This one is a step up in that it comes in at 55.2% alcohol by volume. Uh, as Brent mentioned, it's a vatting of only four casks. So, it's what some would consider a small batch. Uh, whiskey um, it's got a nice color dark gold to medium amber it's uh, definitely a little bit more uh, mature in its color than some of the other offerings we've discussed so far today on the nose uh, you've got uh, honey toffee vanilla even just a hint of rye and perhaps uh, a hint of uh, the, the bourbon cask uh, on the palate, uh, it's a nice whiskey. It's got vanilla, honeycomb. I definitely get more citrus than any of the previous offerings. There's some tropical fruit. There's even a little hint of licorice, caramel, nuts. Uh, it's got a wonderful mouthfeel. It's um, definitely a complex uh, whiskey. Uh, the finish lingers. It's uh, light and sweet and uh, a little bit of honey and marzipan, and even citrus on the finish. 
I really think that this is a beautiful whiskey. It's, in, in uh, my opinion, probably the best one I've tried from the, the group today. And uh, I think it's a wonderful introduction to Indian whiskey. Again, very well made. Really can't hide the flaws. Not quite as light and simple as the initial one we tried um, from them, which they call Brilliance. This one's really a little bit more mature and uh, much higher ABV. This is the Brilliance on steroids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Brilliance on mm-hmm. steroids. So I give this one four sips. That's classified. All right. All right, mate, what'd you think? Um, well, I didn't read the uh, ABV before I did my tasting, and then I made the rookie mistake of uh, not looking at that thing. And since it's 110 proof, it hit my tongue and it evaporated, and I was in the middle of saying something, and then I inhaled. So I inhaled a lot of alcohol fumes. <laughs> Rookie mistake, big time. I, you know, when I was present, they asked me about that, and I never inhaled. Never inhaled. Never once. So um, it's definitely 110 proof. <laughs> it's good. It is uh, – uh, Maury didn't mention the fruitiness. I got the, the – I think the orange was a little bit more muted, but there was a lot of fruit there. Um, it's a fruity whiskey, good toffee, lots of cinnamon. I didn't get any rye notes that he mentioned. Um I got the toffee and like some spice and fruit. It was very beautiful. The palate was tropical. Um, there was some nuttiness on the finish. Uh, I just really enjoyed it, and I gave it four sips. That's classified. Thank you. Come again. Do we have any more of that left? I was um, looking for it on the table here. It is. I just had it here. Yeah, I think that's what four sips yeah. means. Pour me another. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Pour me another. Right. And, and we can't find it because we drank it all. With, with this one here, with oh, brown boy, ah, pour me another. That's place. It. There you go. Classic. I, yeah, I got a lot of I got a lot of fruit off of this one. I, the fruit and the vanilla and the hey, cinnamon. I'm pouring myself it. first. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I picked that up off the nose, and then you know, you guys have been talking about the oranges. I really got the oranges, especially like an orange peel yes. on this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, really got an orange peel on this. Uh, I didn't get any rye, but I got the cinnamon, the licorice. Um, I don't know where Maury the, came up with that rye note. I mean, sometimes I think of orange fruit notes coming out with rye too, but yeah, it didn't I smell got, like a spicy I got, rye. I got no rye on this one at all, but heavy, heavy on the orange for, mm-hmm. for me. Um, you know, nice, nice mouthfeel like this is. This is a... This was a definitely a step up from the from the brilliance. So, um, well, it's nice, got 110. If you you like yeah, more alcohol, right. they 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 found your the, the little warm spot. Well, in your he heart. likes right, more alcohol right. than anything, <laughs> right? You know, you definitely definitely got the the honey and the orange on the you know on the on the finish. And I'm just gonna give this uh, four sips. Wow, that's classified. From from I, this came from Brent Kids. Yeah, there's still not going to be one on my shelf. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bob, <laughs> made man. Swear. Yeah, this one, this one, it's definitely the other one on steroids. Um, fruity, definitely get the honey notes. Definitely get the vanilla on it. I definitely get the citrus. It really powers through. Um, honeycomb on the palate um just it's such a good mouthfeel yeah it just it just it goes all the way around over and above and behind and around the tongue it just coats the whole mouth hold on here just remember to exhale instead of inhale (laughs) i messed myself up with that one yeah that's that's just that that's our that's an extreme that happened when you were born that's an extremely well-made miski i I mean miski I don't know how you're going to improve on that. It's a whiskey, not a whiskey, because you're yeah, being I, four drinking. four steps yeah. without a doubt. Good job. All right. Well, thanks, Paul John. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. All right. It's for our last one. So the Paul John peated cask, baby. Will it harm to it? So this is the peated select cask. This is again, as you may have known, uh, seen the uh, the uh, the theme here. Select casks are basically small batches bottled at 110.4 proof. So 55 point. Oh, this is this one's actually 55.5. 111. Your math is getting better. These go yeah. to 11. <laughs> 111. So this is 111 proof. Uh, Ooh, it's a formidable scent. There you go. It stings the nostrils. Smoky, smoky peat. Not so medicinal this time. More like a wood fire. 
Um, a little earth, maybe a hint of chocolate. But what stood out to me was smoky feet and peat. <laughs> smoky feet. Smoky, smoky feet. feet. Oh, that's a little bit creepy. <laughs> I wonder why I don't like it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like those Italian wines. I can taste grandma's feet in this one. Um, anyway, smoky peat and the briny notes. This this reminded me more like more of like an Isla than the others, and uh, just gorgeous mouth mouth coating, peppery spice, brown sugar. I just uh, and then the finish was mm. when tropical the fruit the fruit the fruitiness of their base spirit really comes out at the end. It, it, even even with all this alcohol and all this peat. This is still not quite as peaty, seems like, as the, their peated cast. This is a little bit less than 30 parts per million, I, I would guess. Um, just really interesting, lovely whiskey and uh, tropical fruit with smoke. How can you not like that? So that's four, four sips for me. That's classified. Maury, tell me how I'm wrong again. Well, it's not easy to tell you how you're wrong. Yes, it is. Yeah, we do it all the time. I'm sorry. That's what I meant to say. It's easy. It's easy. It's easy. I'll be Um, nice to him. Come on. Okay. I'll be nice to him, the poor Indian boy. Um, All right. All right. I apologize. I'm really, really sorry. I apologize unreservedly. I offer a complete and utter retraction. Come on. That's That's exactly the way I feel. What about my heirs? And any family members may have their feelings. Well, it goes on for okay. 28 seconds, but I didn't feel like playing the whole thing. So I I agree with Harmeet that um, it's it's definitely more of an Isla-style whiskey. It's got a lot of uh, smoky peat up front, both on the nose and on the palate. Um, it's It's got that mercurochrome, that uh, iodine. And, and all of those things that we traditionally associate with Ireland. No, all of those of you out there that are 50 and older, Mercurochrome rings a bell. For anybody under 50, Mercurochrome is a medicine that uh, is no longer sold because it's horribly dangerous. So carry on. Thank you. <laughs> so our horribly dangerous whiskey, you didn't get the, any saltiness, no brininess on this one? Yeah, no, a little bit a little bit of brininess, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. On the palate, it, it's definitely viscous and mouth coating. There's definitely lots of pepper and spice and peat. Uh, less, more of that than everything else, less brown sugar and caramel and things of that nature. And then again, there's a little bit of hint of brine, which you get from the Isla whiskeys. Uh, for people who are peat heads and really like uh, smoky whiskeys, I think it's a well-crafted whiskey. I think it's something that you would want to have in your collection to complement some of the Isla whiskeys and look at whiskeys from uh, different areas of the world that are that are smoky uh, like brent i'm not really a peaty smoky kind of whiskey guy i can appreciate that this whiskey is well made it's probably not one that i'll have on my shelf but uh if i had friends that uh if i had friends that liked uh smoky peaty whiskey i'd have no problem outside of this it. room you mean yeah. yeah outside of this room well guys friends you're just we're just associates right. uh i give it three sips interesting all right, Brent, what'd you think? Okay, this is a smoke and peat bomb to me. Okay, not really. Just give him some knocks and watch you know his head explode. No, yeah. no, it really it wasn't uh, it wasn't as smoky as I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. It wasn't as peaty as I thought it was gonna be. The names was, are misleding. Yeah, it's it's exactly. this is the peated well, I thought that too, a, but yeah. it's when I went back to it, it was cast. So it's else. it's peated, but I don't think they're trying to say that this is it's the most peated the that they've right. No, right, the bold right. is definitely much more. Yes, exactly. This one is this one was less less smoke and less peat to me. But I felt I was the bold on steroids in that because of the higher cast strength, or not cast strength, higher Proof, proof yeah um it everything was kind of amped up and yeah. magnified yeah so yeah. Uh, when i after retasting it after some of the lighter non-peated whiskeys to me i agree with you it's a peat bomb you know but uh not as not as bad as i thought it was going to be though you know so maybe the maybe the higher alcohol proof uh, or, or maybe you're secretly starting to like peated whiskey oh, no, <laughs> no, uh, maybe a, since no, he's, he's had just, a few today he's like wow this is actually good it's uh, numb a little bit from the dark side. Nope, 42 uh, samples come to the dark side Luke. Uh, it won't happen but uh you know i got a, i got that cocoa and the spice on the tongue uh with the brown sugar and the caramel and the little tobacco and the and i got the the fruit on the end of it too the you know the orange peel on the fruit with the finish but I give us uh, three sips. Interesting. Right. I'm surprised. 
thank you very much. Well, because it's not bad. I mean, you yeah. know, you. I mean, it's for what it is. It's for, good, right, right? You have to judge some of what it is, not for how yeah. what you, you want know, it not, to be. Not for what I want to drink all the time. You know, there's other things that I'd prefer to drink. Now, now I feel like maybe I should. Uh, before the next episode, I'll uh, we'll, I'll bring some Ardbeg Twenty One over, and I'll, even though you don't drink peated whiskey, I think you might enjoy this. Yeah, get him some Octomore. That comes out of the bottle no, in chunks. I would never, I would never yeah. bring Octomore for you guys. Yeah, you know that would be a bad idea for these two. Yeah, they, we'd we'd have to take them to the I, hospital. I would, I would normally yeah. I would think wasting a, a dram of Ardbeg Twenty One on 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 giving Brent a Ardbeg Twenty One would be a waste of time. But now that he's, he's starting, seems like he's starting to pre- appreciate some of these he's, peated whiskeys. He's slowly coming. He's slowly to coming. The dark side well, i've always appreciated him oh, yeah. uh, it's just not my not that i want to have it. <laughs> he appreciates because there's alcohol in it i could give him a gallon of glidden paint and if i put a quart of liquor in it he'll drink it please bob what did you think about <laughs> this one <laughs> um i loved it i absolutely loved it it's again it's not as the the peat isn't as in your face as the bold um the smoke is definitely there. I don't know if I'd call it a peat bomb. Having had some peat bombs, it'll blow your you skull. Keep mentioning Octomores, like yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't even drink that stuff. Yeah, I mean, Olafroig, a really good art bag. You know, a lot of these, you know, there's there's people who enjoy peat and smoke, and then there's lunatics. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like I like uh, Kilhoman. These are the same guys who like you know like drink pepper spray for fun. You know they're you know they're nuts. They're um, on YouTube. Yeah. You can look at this. Yeah, this no, is for it's, real. It's, I mean, some of it's just way too much. I think this is a lovely whiskey. It's got for me. It's got just the perfect amount of smoke to it. It's more again. It's more of a smoky as opposed to a medicinal. It's more of a, it's it's less of an Isla peat and more of a an Orkney style, more smoky kind of peat. Um, there's some earthiness to it, but not the iodine. I'm, I'm getting uh, that, that saltiness to me. Remind me of Isla, and and that's the thing. It's 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 this one and the last one both had that salty, almost like a Bamor character to it, but it didn't have the iodine, which is confusing if you're you know if you're used to drinking those different types of whiskeys. But it, yeah, it's it's got almost that that maritimey kind of slightly seaweedy, salty nature to well, it. Go which, is on the ocean. Which, yeah, it's on the ocean. So, I mean, that makes sense. But uh, the others didn't seem to have that. But uh, it's got a great mouthfeel. It really seems to coat the mouth really well. Um, I'm getting some tobacco and some tropical fruit on the end. I'm still getting that citrus in it, even fighting through all the other flavors. Um, you know, an excellent whiskey. Very well made. I give it a solid four. That's all right. classified. So what'd you guys think? I mean, this is a fairly new whiskey here to the States. I mean, they've been around for quite a while. Um, they've been around in Europe and, and in Asia for quite a while, but they're kind of new here to the States. I, I was thrilled to be able to get the samples of this for us. I didn't even know if they had a U.S. rep, so I actually contacted them in India, and they, they do have a gentleman who is their uh, rep in uh, New York. Who's you mean there's somebody in India who knows how to use email? Yeah. Yeah it, took two, yeah, it took two or three days for it to come back, but you know, um, but no, they were they were very kind about it. And Tech support calls you sent everything out to us uh, right away, and actually we got to uh, AJ, very nice man. Thank you very mm-hmm. much for the samples, sir. Uh, we got to meet him in Miami at the whiskey mash a couple weeks ago. Um, so you know, it's I'd heard nothing but good things about it. And honestly, after trying, you know, pretty much their whole range, I think there might be one or two I, that we I didn't think have. Their marketing people have dropped the ball because I'd never even heard of this whiskey. Well, they're new here. You man. told me they're they're, they're new, and they up. yeah they're I mean yeah it's 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 not all over the place. Um, you know, you got to start somewhere. I I really think you should get out of the basement more yeah. often. I, yeah. I like Indian whiskey. I love Amrut, uh, Amrut, and uh, their peated whiskeys, their non-peated whiskeys, and. I'd never heard of uh, uh, Paul John. And it's like, I'm very excited that you brought this to the table here. Your today. family really from India? I think, you know what? I, I think we misheard him. It might be Indiana. Indiana. Maybe no, that's I'm mar- married into Alabama, but I am from India. So. Yeah, okay. In fact, I need to go back. Just, uh, But I'm afraid if I go back, I won't be able to come back in. Well, things, well you, you guys might call the INS on me. Yeah, I've got some friends at INS. I'll call yeah. them and just make sure that you don't come back because I know where he has the spare key to the liquor store. So Maybe. I'm just saying. I'm I'm so uh, so glad you brought this, Brent. Yeah, I'm, su- I'm surprised you actually like something like this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, well you know what? That tells I, the quality. If he's I, he's actually enjoying right, it, right? It I, may not be what he likes, but he he appreciates the quality. Right. I appreciate I appreciate good whiskey, even though I might not like uh, uh, for myself. So 
I can appreciate it. Nice. That's well, that's about all the time we have uh, for us today. Uh, I want to thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and you can catch all of our episodes online as well as on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes, Google Play, and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search Sip Sud Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store and hit subscribe. Be sure to tap subscribe and you will always get us whenever a new episode comes out. We love your feedback and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sip, Suds, and Smokes and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on our different social media platforms. Do us a favor and take time to rate this episode. If you're listening online, it's a big help to us. And we get to see your feedback as well. want to thank our co-hosts for joining us today. Thank you, Brent. Uh, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. I hope I get a camel ride later. <laughs> Camels? Oh, good Lord. <laughs> thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. It was a pleasure. Really uh, fun to try something that's new that nobody else has either seen or even heard of. Yep. And Thank you. Come again. Thank you, Harmeet. Oh, thank you very much for having me today. I really appreciate it. The whiskey was par excellent, let me tell you. But uh, one thing, it's, there's no camel here today. Did you not see the packaging? They have elephants here. It's an elephant. Well, for Sip, Suds, and Smokes, this is Made Man Bob. We thank you for joining us. And remember, life is too short to drink cheap whiskey. I always disagree with you. There's good cheap whiskey out there. You're still here? <laughs> it's over. Go home. Go. This has been a one tan hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.